Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Gerard at Large. Welcome to the day after. As you know, you have your day after host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Well, elections are funny things, and now it's uh, now it's time for uh, those who are involved to try to figure out what it means, and we're going to try to get a handle on that tonight, or this morning, I should say. My days and nights are all mixed up. You know, when my son was little, my oldest son, when he was a baby, um, he had his nights and days screwed up for a little while. This happens to uh, infants sometime. And we were so, um, hmm. David Manchester writes, I asked uh, John if my car stalls in Ward 6, can I vote there? I may want to, I may want to move there. I think maybe. Is that enough to prove my Ward domicile? <laughs> that got sent 13 hours ago. So that got sent at what, 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon? Uh, Yeah. Well, so yeah, as I was saying about my son. He had his nights and days uh, mixed up for a while, which is which is which can be pretty tough. And uh, <laughs> for sleep deprived new parents, and we had been told one of these old wives' tales, and I forget who told it to us now. Um, but the the wives' tale was if you hold the baby, you know, hold like you hold the baby, right? Hold the baby out over its crib and turn it. Once, counterclockwise, maybe twice, it'll reset their internal clock and they will sleep at night and be awake during the day. (laughs) And um, we get to a point where we said, you know, we got nothing to lose by trying this. And I'll be damned if it didn't work. So I think what we probably need to do is find a guy like Ron Pike, the former anchor of our Fix It Right, Fix It Now segment on home improvement. And see if he can't pick me up, hold me over, <laughs> hold me over, and turn me once or twice counterclockwise to see if it will reset my clock. Oh, my head. Anyway, uh, so we will try to make some sense of what happened here in the Queen City last night. And uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I am inundated. The way I see it, you still have a great... Uh... Yeah, well, John writes, the way I see it, you still have a great chance at the majority on the board of school committee. You need to get to uh, George's and Avard before the liberals do. 
and you know they will be all over George's. The time to act is now. I am going to ask Mary out for coffee, maybe even Avard. Well, that'll be interesting. So I, I, we, I, am, I am totally on information overload. Uh, people asking, is it true? Is there any truth to Craig wanting to institute a renter's tax? So does this mean my rent will go up? Asks Michael in Manchester. I have so many comments and so many posts. It is not possible. Oh, Albert MacArthur Jr. has announced he will file for a recount in the Ward 8 state rep race. Um, but I, I am inundated with information at the moment and there, not a lot of it is useful. And I'll, I'll, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say it's not useful. It's just out of context and therefore I'm not sure what its usefulness is. One of the things that we're going to need to take a look at and taking a rough look at the numbers, you know, more than a third of the additional turnout in the city yesterday came from Republican strongholds of wards six, eight, and 12. Ward 12 had a 23% jump in turnout this year over 2015. The only other ward that was that close was Ward 3 with a 21% jump in turnout. Ward 11 had 18. Um, So if if, if, if you're sort of a student of Manchester elections, which I am, and you see wards like 11, 12, 6, 8, even Ward 7, which had a modest, uh, a modest jump in turnout. Ward 9, which had a 14% jump in turnout. You see the city's Republican and, if not Republican, more fiscally conservative wards turning out in higher numbers. Um, well, you think, you think you're in for a good day. You know, Ward Ward 1 was up, but only by 7%. Ward 2 had a pretty big jump at 12. Uh, so uh, there's a lot to take a look at. And there are some clues in what happened in this race when you get what's called down ballot. For example, to see Democrats seize the Ward moderator and Ward clerk uh, positions in, say, Ward 12 is a total shock. Republicans have controlled that ward for a long time. Uh, similar similar things in Ward 2 and other wards where I, you know, where I have had a chance to take a look at the numbers. Tom Evans defeated Nickel Marshall. Now, Tom Evans is a good guy, but I think that came as a surprise to a lot of folks. I, I know it came as a huge surprise to people who work inside the poll there. So what appears to be the case is, and you got to give the devil their due, that the Democrats were more successful in turning out their voters than were the Republicans. Because even though, for example, there was a, an 8% jump in the turnout in Ward 6, which being a Republican ward you would think would favor the Republicans, uh, Ted Gatsis did win that ward narrowly, <clears throat> 1274 to 1195, not the margin he had two years ago. But Elizabeth Ann Moreau was clinging to life. And uh, John DePietro, uh narrowly lost. So the Republican ticket there underperformed the mayor's turnout. 
and almost lost to the Democrats at the word level. So you have to ask yourself why, despite a massive jump in voter turnout, Keith Hirschman barely holds on to his aldermanic seat. Remember, I warned you that that one was in jeopardy and at 68, uh, 68 votes, that one was really close. So kudos to Keith because he seemed to have bucked the trend. But Gatz has won that ward, but, but not nearly by the margin he won it two years ago. So when, the, uh, when that turnout and in some wards, the, uh, the number of new registers were very high. In one, in one ward, I was talking to the moderator and people being wheeled in. I mean, even the attorney general's office disallowed some of them from voting because they were mentally not competent. They didn't understand the voters' oath. They couldn't respond to inquiries. In, in one of the wards, Ward, ward 12, the, the, the person bringing in the non-competent person wanted to be the one that went into the booth to, quote, help them vote. They would not let one of the selectmen or ballot inspectors go in with them. The moderator, the moderator said, no, 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 that's, that's not going to happen. So, you know, was there some funny business at the polls? Uh, perhaps. Um, but I suspect when the tallies are known, and we won't know this for, in my opinion, a week or so anyway. Yeah, yeah. Ed Nail just walked in and said, we won't know it until it's too late. But my, my suspicion is there's some process. I don't really understand it, but the, what the city has got to do is physically scan every page of the voter checklist uh, that uh, was at the polls into the state's voter database. And once they do that, they will be able to tell us how many Republicans voted, how many Democrats voted, and how many independents voted. And then we'll go through the standard uh, static analysis that basically says, okay, because you have no way of proving otherwise, Gatsis gets all the Republicans, Craig gets all the Democrats, and then the balance between the two will tell us how the independents broke. That's really the only way you have to determine unless you're going to do some extensive exit polling. Um, that's the only way reason you have to determine. But my guess is is that 12% increase in voter turnout, more than 2,000 votes, um, is going to show us that the Democrats did a far better job at getting their people out than the Republicans. And if that is the case, as I suspect it will be, then the Republicans in this city and in this state are going to have to come to grips with the fact that um, – they are not geared to win elections. You know, Ray Buckley went up to Keith Hirschman. Ray Buckley, the chairman of the state Democrat Party, went up to Keith Hirschman yesterday at the polls. This is according to Hirschman and told him face to face. We got you. We spent twenty thousand dollars, meaning the state Democratic Committee spent twenty thousand dollars on this kid, Hassan Essa, to try to unseat Keith Hirschman. They dropped $4,000 in mail on Ross Terrio uh, and his school board bid in Ward 7 in the last week of the election. So someone is going to have to come to grips in this state that if the, uh, the local party, the local Democrats raised and spent, the local, the city party raised and spent, last report I saw, which was the, uh, included the report after the primary. I haven't taken a look at any of the pre or post uh, Certainly not post, but any of the pre-general election filings just haven't had time. But uh, the city Democrats, as of September, 
had raised, memory serves me, right around $35,000 for the city election. The Manchester City Republican Committee didn't raise enough money to file a report. So um, the local party, the state party, and the national party got involved for Joyce Craig and the Democrats too. They're going to have to start realizing what the game on the ground is, and they're going to have to start retooling themselves to do this. That is, if they want to start winning elections again. This is Gerard at Large. 